Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Ringside Chaos, the professional wrestling discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast and Paint Train Pipe Bomb Productions. My name is Alex Alcazaz, a.k.a. the Bear of Texas, and ladies and gentlemen, up until yesterday, I was fully aware of what happened to Jerry the King Lawler. According to WrestlingNews.com, Jerry the King Lawler suffered a massive stroke on Monday and was rushed to the hospital where he underwent successful surgery, and from what we understand, he is currently recovering in the hospital. Oh boy. You know, the details from this is that you know he actually suffered a stroke in, in his home away from Memphis in Fort Myers, Florida, and it's good that about uh, an hour or so ago, it was actually reported that there was been a positive update on Jerry the King Lawler, which is fantastic news. You know, him suffering a you know a massive stroke on Monday, then immediately being going to the hospital, then having a surgery, and basically now according to this, his speech is actually is actually limited, but he's expected to uh, to make a full recovery after he completes his rehab. So it is really good to hear Jerry Lawler is doing fine because. You know, recently Jerry Lawler did appear for the uh, for the Raw, Raw 30 episode, and he was at the Royal Rumble preview show. You know, in the in the panel and everything. So, and I didn't notice anything wrong with him. So it it was basically pretty shocking that you know he would suffer a, a massive stroke. But you know, sometimes you know there's always that saying that looks can be deceiving, and man, I, I didn't see. And you know, Jerry Lawler seemed to be doing you know very very well, and and boom, here we are hit like that. So anyway, you know th- this whole thing w- w- with Jerry Lawler. You know, as far as these uh, health issues, I mean, <clears throat> we'll never forget. Like, you know, this is not the first time actually he suffered a stroke because, you know, he actually suffered a stroke in uh, 2012 and also I believe in 2018. You know, of course in 2012 uh, w- w- on the on a live broadcast of Monday Night Raw shortly after he competed competed in a match. You know, I'll, I'll never forget this because this was one of the scariest things that that I had ever seen. You know, even even to this day, I mean, sometimes you're just like, you know, even to this day, it's still it's freaking out because it was on September 10th, 2012. This was actually in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Um, he actually had teamed up. He had recently he had just got off a match where he was team. We teamed up with Randy Orton and he worked a match against uh, CM Punk and Dolph Ziggler. And not long after the match, you know, so basically immediately after the match, he returns, you know, to the to the commentary table to resume his uh, play calling duties of Monday Night Raw. And at first, you know, he just collapsed at the uh, he just collapsed like because during that mat at that time, you know, Kane and Daniel Bryan, who at the time were known as Team Hell, though they were working the match against the primetime players Titus O'Neil and Darren Young. So, from what we understand, you know, all of a sudden, you know, Jerry the King Lawler, you know. Collapsed, and you know when I when I saw that situation, I mean they went into a commercial break, and then a- after the commercial break, you know Michael Cole provided an update, and you know the whole thing was just mind-boggling because we didn't know just what the heck happened. I mean, we thought for a second that Jerry Lawler must have just briefly away, stepped away from the table, or maybe something just like that. But you know the the fact of the matter is just how bad that was. It's just man, the fact that he suffered a heart attack. Live on the air doing a, a broadcast, you know, of Monday Night Raw. Man, oh man, oh man, that was that was just that was just that was just scary. That was just absolutely scary. I mean, and according to this, that he suffered a stroke 
also that that same particular year as well. I mean, and suffered another stroke in 2018. I mean, 2018 was already a horrible year for Drew the King Lawler because in 2018, you know, Brian Christopher, who as we know, Grandmaster Sexay, who of course is his son, you know, passed you know passed away that year as well. So, you know, so Jerry Lawler really has been going through a lot, you know, for so long, you know, in, in his personal life regarding you know. You know, personal issues. You know, to you know, stuff related to his health. I mean, it amazes me that even to this day, Jerry the King Lawler, at seventy-three years old, is still active as a wrestler. He still competes in in, in matches. You know, on the independent circuit. So, you know, at seventy-three years old, I mean, he, he's basically now. He, you know, he's fifty-three years into his career because, if I'm if I'm correct, you know, Jerry the King Lawler made his debut back in nineteen seventy. And, you know, his career is just absolutely well documented. I mean, that feud with uh, Andy Kaufman, you know, he was in you know in Lawler's induction into the WWE Hall of Fame in 2007. I mean, we remember it. We remember it so much. So I think that last time he was a full-time commentator for WWE, I think it was in April of 2020, you know, right right before, you know, I, I right before the, the pandemic. So, you know... It's basically for me. It's good, you know. At this point, I, I can pay, you know, you know, really kind of go through a, a, little, a little bit of, of the career for of, of Jerry the King Lawler, you know, because I feel like I've never had a chance to do it. Because Jerry the King Lawler has just done so much, you know, in, in such a brilliant and illustrious career. I mean, that feud with with Kerry Von Erich in the in the late eighties, you know, I'll not forget it, it coming into a steel cage match, which took which took place in November of nineteen eighty eight. So. And of course, you know, in 1993, that feud with uh, Brett the Hitman Hart. So, you know, because believe it or not, Jerry the King Lawler, I think, is in two stints with with the WWE. That first one was from 1992 to 2001, and when he left in 2001, it was actually part of a. It was actually because um, in February of 2001, uh, Lawler's third wife at the time was Stacy Carter, who of course we know knew was the cat. And I think you know this. This all kind of started, you know. Um, I think basically uh, there was that feud with the right to censor, if I remember correctly. So uh, I, I don't recall all, all, all the uh, the details, but according to, to the research, after No Way Out, thousand one, when his wife was uh, fired by the by the WWE, which at the time was the WWF, in protest, Law, uh, Jerry the King Lawler quit quit his job uh, with the WWF. So it's about to see how that happened, but. But he did actually return to the company um, about nine months later. He replaced Paul Heyman on the commentary booth. So it was great to see Jerry the King Lawler and Jim Ross calling Raw, <clears throat> Raw is War again. And and I got to be honest with you, you know, me being a kid you know, watching pro wrestling in the in the Attitude Era, I, I always just, you know, not, not just the Attitude Era, but also in the Ruthless Aggression Era, I always felt that Jerry the King Lawler and Jim Ross were just the best uh, the best commentary dynamic duo ever. Because, for those of you that know me, y'all know that Jim Ross is my main inspiration to pursuing a career in broadcast journalism. You know, I've learned so much by listening to Jim Ross, you know, call, uh, do the commentary and the way he speaks, everything. Jim Ross, I've learned a lot from him. But also, I've learned a lot from Jerry the King Lawler. Like, sometimes adding a bit of humor into the things I say, I'll be honest with you, Jerry the King Lawler kind of gave me that bit of inspiration because Jerry the King Lawler in his commentary, he's added some humor. I mean, he's really done a lot of creative choices as far as providing his commentary. You know, Jerry the King Lawler, you know, was always, you know, supported the heel wrestlers while Jim Ross sided with, with the good guys. <coughs> Excuse me. 
So it was re- it was really good to see a, a dynamic duo, you know, work so well, you know, in Jerry the King Lawler and and Jim, good old Jim Ross. So so anyway, you know, kind of went through the square. So I'm, I'm not gonna go, you know, throughout everything, but um, but as far as uh, moving forward, you know, going back to because you know when, when I first heard of, of the heart of uh, you know Jerry the King Lawler's you know recent stroke, you know. You know, with this this somebody you know, somebody at work told me, believe it or not, because you know uh, there was these two customers. You know, I work and I'm a bar back, and two there was two wrestling fans. You know, sitting at the bar talking about it, and, and I and I overheard, and I walked up to him and I said, and I asked him, you know, I just hear you guys say that Jerry the King Lawler suffered a stroke, and yeah, and you know they they told me, I'm like, geez. So I mean, you know, you know again, you know. You look at you look at it like that. It's just you know, it's extreme. It's extremely brutal, you know, because you know when you when you're as tough as Jerry Lawler, you know Jerry Lawler, no doubt, is extremely tough. So, but you know, for something like him, you know, suffered now three, you know, three strokes, you know, suffered a heart attack, you know, on the air, and you know, and still being active as a wrestler, you know. Part of me says I'm not surprised because Jerry Lawler is legitimately tough. I mean, there's, there's no doubt about it. I mean, Jerry Lawler, no matter what, is always going to be considered one of the greatest professional wrestlers, you know, especially going back to the, to the days of the territory. And I'll never forget that episode of Tales from the Territories, you know, talk about Memphis, you know. I said to myself, well, they cannot, they can't, if they're going to talk about the Memphis territory, there's no way they can do this without, without bringing in Jerry the King Lawler because Jerry the King Lawler... You can't talk about the Memphis territories of wrestling as far as wrestling without mentioning Jerry the King Lawler. Of course, they got they had to bring in Doctor D. David Schultz, which I thought was really good. And Jerry the King Lawler telling that story about you know from the tales of the territory. I think that one time when when his car tires were, were slashed, and I think you know when when a wrestling fan threw a brick at his windshield, or when a wrestling fan like pulled out a knife and threatened him. You know, back then, you know the 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 villain wrestlers, uh, those fans. If you were if you were a bad guy wrestler during the days of the territories, oh boy! I mean, to say that your life was in danger, <laughs> that was a freaking understatement. Because when you were a bad guy wrestler in those days, I mean, could you imagine you wrestle in a certain town and then you try to go to a restaurant after the match to grab a bite to eat, and you are so hated, the restaurant staff are going to refuse to serve you. I mean, <laughs> that has happened before. So yeah, so villainous wrestlers really, honestly, uh, yeah, because back then how those fans felt. I mean, they thought it was all real. Like they honestly believed that if you, because back then if you were a villainous wrestler and if you were a major heel and you were really good at being the heel, people were really convinced that you were actually an asshole in real life. Like you were a legitimate evil freak. That you are a bully. You are a bad guy. So, so Jerry Lawler. So so it's no surprise, and I'm sure that Jerry Lawler has so many stories from his days in the territories that you know he couldn't. He, he it would probably take more than one day to listen to all of them. I would imagine it would probably it would probably take at least a week. But you know, but Jerry the King Lawler's his career is you know super well documented. So you know, but honestly, right now uh, moving forward. All I can say is, you know, I'm gl- I'm glad that he's basically uh, set to, you know, make a, a good a good and full recovery. And you know, and honestly, at this point for me, you know, it's always good to see him, you know, working, you know, whether it's the panel or pre-show or if he's doing a commentary for SmackDown or for Raw or for Monday Night Raw or for a pay-per-view. You know, at this point, it's been like this for for several years now. But at this point, I'm just happy to see Jerry Lawler doing what he loves to do and still making a brilliant impact, a brilliant impact for the world of pro wrestling. And you know he's still re- working independent shows, so 
I would imagine that he probably gives, you know, advice to, you know, gives a lot of advice to wrestlers. I'm sure he's trained some wrestlers, you know, every now and then. So, I mean, Jerry Lawler, again, I mean, his status as a legend forever in the wrestling business, I mean, that has been solidified for so long. I mean, at this point, Jerry Lawler's legacy, every, you know, every, all of his accomplishments, the impact he's made in the wrestling business, it, it cannot be forgotten. I mean, you're not going to be basically, you're not going to be in a, in a position where you, you can't even talk about it. Like, so, you know, sometimes if you're talking about, if, if you're basically talking to somebody and, and talk about the history of professional wrestling, there's just no way you, you cannot, you, you cannot mention Jerry the King Lawler because Jerry the King Lawler has just done it all in the world of pro wrestling. And basically at this point, he's just continuing to make an impact just like he always will. And I'm sure he's going to do that as life goes on. So once again, I'm so glad that Jerry the King Lawler is doing okay. Honestly, I was extremely, extremely worried when I learned that he had suffered a massive stroke and, you know, went to the hospital. But when, you know, word came out that he underwent surgery and he's doing fine, you know, the likes of Jim Ross along with several others, you know, have, have provided positive updates as far as as far as Jerry the King Lawler goes. Uh, honestly, it's a huge sigh of relief and I'm glad that it gave, it gave me enough strength to be able to do this episode and I'm glad I did it. So, ladies and gentlemen... Ringside Chaos is available on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. And remember, if you know somebody that loves professional wrestling and they are looking for a brilliant and amazing pro wrestling show, then I assure you that Ringside Chaos is the answer they are looking for. Because as I always say, if you love professional wrestling... Ringside Chaos is the pro wrestling podcast for you, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is not a prediction. That is a freaking spoiler. That is the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Thank y'all very, very much, ladies and gentlemen. I will see y'all next time. Jerry the King Lawler, prayers are with you, and I wish you a speedy recovery. Have a good day, everybody.